Uh, we've lost our efficiency, that's for sure. You know what? We have lost our right to be podcasters. Take out your script and let's reread from the top, Josh. Okay. Hello. Welcome back to the Cinematic Doors podcast, where we are unscripted. Today, I am talking with Jordan Clark about movies that you may or may not have seen. Otherwise, Jordan, take it from here. Thanks, Josh. You got Party <laughs> Shark? Scripted. You're ready to party? Yeah. It's awesome. Party Shark follows me everywhere I go. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Or maybe Welcome. I follow him. Maybe you follow him. Welcome to the Cinematic Doors podcast, a movie podcast where we give our opinions on your favorite movies and unscripted. That's right. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Right now we're on a bi-weekly schedule that's not planned. I know we were weekly for a long time. Uh, we're going to try to be weekly, but summer we're kind of on summer time now. So yeah. We will drop episodes every month, uh, and we're just going to try to... We are going to do a group of episodes next week. So give us, you know, uh, you should tell us what you want reviews on. So yeah, uh, what movies are your favorite movies? I know we're going to do Twilight as one of them. Uh, yeah. So far, that's our only one. <laughs> Woo! We'll, find, we'll find some more, but of course, we want to surprise you. But that that's an audience... That's someone from our audience that wants us to review Twilight. So let us know what movies yeah. you want us to review. And the way you can interact with us and tell us is through our different handles. Uh, you can interact with us on Instagram at cinematic underscore doors at, on Twitter at cinematic doors. You can email us cinematic doors at gmail.com and find us on TikTok. cinematic doors. Uh, yeah. Cinematic doors. Right. And it. so you can DM us whatever messaging platform allows on those platforms, you can go through those platforms to tell us what movies or what movie topics or yeah. celebrity gossip. I don't know, whatever you want us to talk about. We will talk. Ooh, about I don't it. know about celebrity gossip. Um, I feel like that can't go right. And Josh, how do you spell doors? D O R E S doors. Not like this door. Not like an actual it's door, but like a Josh this door. door. Or this is the door. Josh door an actual door? And the other door is the well, liar that's... or cheater or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's a good question. The you mimicker. Could, you could probably think that the doors are mimics, but I guess we'll never know. No, nor no, no. <laughs> Maybe I'm the mimic. Maybe. Well, technically, your parents, like your family, would be the mim the, the mimics, right? They would be the ones, right? Because they gave mimics. you, and then the family before them, you know, the name's been passed down. So, yeah, that's true. Excellent. So, Josh, it's been a couple of weeks, or it's been a week. Yeah. How how's yeah. your time been? Oh, it's been great. Honestly, it's felt like longer. <laughs> like I yeah. feel like I haven't recorded in like months because just. So much has happened. I'm not well, going to go two, into the It's been two weeks. It's been two yeah, weeks. Yeah, but like that's it. I'll, it feel it's felt like forever. Okay. I've just yeah. I've done a lot. I'm not yeah. going to get into details because it's just like a lot Run of air. work stuff. You know. <laughs> you know, secret, sounds private fun. stuff. Sound sounds like yeah, sounds good. 
Yeah. Uh, so we do have to talk about sports, the NHL. Oh, uh, but before right. we do that, because uh, last time we recorded, you had your, I mean, no one could see it because we didn't upload the video, yeah. but we fixed that this week, hopefully. Uh, but you had the Edmonton Oilers jersey up in the background, and now they're just not even in the picture. So we'll we'll update. Were they still? That. No, I were they still playing? They were still playing. Yeah, they were still playing for sure. Uh, Anyways, I, of course you were the one to bring that up again after I've coped already, right. and now we're just gonna reopen that wound. Well, my favorite, you know, my basketball team got swept. That's um, true. Actually, I would but, argue that is a lot harder. Uh, yeah, those games were a lot of those games were actually pretty close. Like the Lakers probably could have won two of them. Um, almost um, like the Hurricanes. It wasn't like yeah, similar to that. I do think obviously the Nuggets are just so good, and Jokic is watching him play is unreal. He's so good. Uh, anyways, um, and the Golden Knights. I think Edmonton was in a similar situation where the Gold Knights are just so good. Um, yeah, and the really Oilers just really—they yeah. kind of just dropped the ball. Like they, I they could have won that. Um, I just think that they were a little all over the place. Like I don't know, they lost some kind of mojo. They lost momentum, right? And dropped, dropped it. So. Yeah, and their goaltender is a rookie. Like he looked like a rookie. So yeah, you can find they a honestly should have just started with Campbell. <laughs> oh, he's not very good either, though. So I know, but he yeah. he he has been. He did well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know it. Whatever I've I've come to terms with it. I haven't really been watching hockey because oh, dude, you're know, not as you're exciting miss- when oh, you're missing out, man. You're missing good hockey. I've been keeping up. I've been keeping up. Bobrovsky is like, oh my goodness, he's unreal. I'll, I'll watch when it's the finals. So, like this Panthers team, they've reached a new level. This this series, yeah. like it's, they are so good, and Bobrovsky is so good. Like watching him. Why, you know, where, did, where did that even come from? Because he he was having a terrible season. Like he wasn't terrible. He was just wasn't great. But his stats are unreal, like 0.948 save percentage, um, which is unreal. He's gotten yeah. one shutout this each series. Like he's he stopped like 48 shots in one of the games, I think, or close to 50. He didn't have a shutout in the Bruins. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. It was the... Maple Leafs. Oh no, it was just a series. I lied. It was just a series. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like, I don't remember. <laughs> but the Hurricanes. Not that much. The Hurricanes cannot. Um, they cannot score on him. No. It was crazy. It was. Um, he just appeared out of nowhere and did well. And you know what? He's one of the most paid goalies, so it makes sense. Like he better do his job well. Yeah, he's paid like ten million a season, which was high, high, and now he's earning it. Obviously, that's what everyone's saying. I'm just looking this up mm-hmm. here. Um, oh, his save percentage has come down a bit. They must have just. Oh no, not point nine three one. Yeah, 
Eight and two record in 12 games. It's crazy. He just appeared and just like, I don't know what happened there. (laughs) He did. He did get a shutout in the Toronto series and he got one in the Carolina series. Yeah. Yep. Good for him. Against the Toronto Maple Leafs, 1.81 save percentage. Oh, sorry. 9.943 save percentage and average goals against of 1.89 against the Maple Leafs. Yeah, no, Um, I honestly. Unreal. The the Panthers are probably going to take the cup. I'm I'm interested to see what the finals will be like. Well, I have to. Well, that series is going to be awesome because is it? Aiden Hill, right? He's playing Unreal too. Yeah. So that um Yeah, the Golden Knights are looking awesome. Uh like Mark Stone's mm-hmm. so good. And that's gonna be a fun series, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be old school hockey. Like both teams are pretty tough. They have chips on their shoulders. And uh watching Kachuk play too, like Kachuk leading that team, like that team's got an edge now, the Panthers. So mm-hmm. I want Kachuk to win because I, I love them as a flame. So, I do want the Panthers to win, and they haven't won a if cup. Only he performed long, well with the uh, Flames, right? He did perform well, uh, just not in the playoffs. Really, he last year he wasn't terrible in the playoffs. I mean, he wasn't that great in the Dallas series, but he did score a few goals in the Edmonton series. But the Edmonton Oilers just ran over them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. But and. The NBA Finals, like watching the Nuggets, will be fun to watch. So I think they'll win. I think they'll win because they're. I think they're better than both teams in the East. But I don't know. It's fun. Like they've been fun to watch. So fun stuff. Like if you like sports, I would recommend watching NHL and basketball. You're some really good teams with some really good players on them. There's been so much going on in the NHL, just with like the Kyle Dubis and. Coyotes. Oh man, it's so awesome. Then there's the Flames, which got their new GM. Yeah, I like who they found. Yeah. There's so much going on. He's been with the organization for so long, Craig Conroy. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad they have him. Uh, Coaching wise, now they need to find a coach. So we'll see. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Um, Kyle Dubas. I've still been been listening to uh, the Kipper and Bourne. Right. Yeah, and the Oilers the, Nation podcast. The Toronto uh, stuff is juicy, yeah. eh? Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they handled Shanahan handled that pretty poorly, I thought. So, and I think Dubis yeah, did too. So, I think it's both. But it was just, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is with all this like high school drama type? There's like, could be manipulation, and <laughs> well, I just, I mean, when you're in positions of any type of leadership, like in there's someone above you, you're always Mm -hmm. thinking about that. Like even as a pat, like, like we're always thinking about the next step at times. And no matter what Mm -hmm. work you go into, that's always there. So, and then it's one, Mm -hmm. but it's one thing to try to create leverage, which I think Dubas tried to do. Um, Mm-hmm. And then Shanahan just like told everything to the public <laughs> about that week, and which I didn't agree with. Just bad oh, leadership. Oh gosh, right? it was so. It's just bad. The flames I get are just a, a flaming. They're just a car on fire, and you can't I, stop. I, it. Yes, and I agree with uh, Nick Kiprios with the situation. Like it's just, and even Justin Bourne, like bad leadership. Like it's just mm-hmm. bad. No, no one made a decision really. 
Um, yeah. And they should have made a decision and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a good lesson to learn. And the Dubis, only guy that made the decision was the guy that quit after Dubis left. Jason Spezza. Yeah. Like right away. And he probably shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah, but no, clearly well, he's a Dubis guy. So yeah, it's crazy. It's now they need, um, they have some party huge shark con- turned off. They have some huge contracts. He's so sad talking about this Dubis stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now they have this contract stuff and they have to, or big contracts to sign before July 1st. And yeah, are they going to keep the four core together and all that? I stuff? mean, it's going to be fun. How can they watch. just keep going with them? Yeah. They played very lackadaisical hockey in that just, last series. That was one of the most boring series I've ever. Just like no passion. And then you watch the Carolina Panthers series. And man, like that first game, especially going to four overtimes, that was a chippy game. Like just yeah, I... really good fast skating, good goals, hard hits. Like just you can tell both teams were fighting, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that wasn't really evident in the Toronto series at all. So I think that's why people are quite upset. And they should be. I mean, you pay tickets yeah. to go to games and you get that on the ice. And you have, I think those four, I think that team probably should have played better than they showed. Uh, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. They, yeah. You need to be tough, but, man. Playoff hockey and basketball, you need to be tough in the playoffs. You can't just roll yeah. over. <laughs> Actually, when I found out that uh, the Lakers were swept, I was like, oh, Jordan. I'm sorry. Well, I. Obviously, honestly, the Lakers overachieved this year. I did not expect them to even make the playoffs. So, the fact that they got to the Western Conference Finals and and the big question now is what's you know they have they have some big people to sign and they can't afford everyone. So, who's going to go mm-hmm. and who are they going to try to? Fo- they need another shooter for sure. Uh, well, that's kind of similar with uh, the Oilers. Yeah, yeah, D'Angelo Russell just stunk in that. Western Conference Finals. He played good in the first two series, but mm-hmm. he just was not good in that last. Like he shouldn't have been on the floor as much, and they should have played through Austin Reeves more. But LeBron is LeBron, so they're going to play through him because he's LeBron. Like you kind of yeah. need a coach to stand he, up to like, that a bit. Yeah, I mean, and he brings on a lot of the views. So right. So we'll see. Like I, I like the team. The team is when I was watching them when when LeBron broke the scoring record. And Westbrook was still on the team and watching that mm-hmm. game, that game, even though it was exciting to watch LeBron break the record, like Kareem's record, um, that was a depressing game to watch. Like it was yeah, that's, like thinking, that's tough. thinking about the future of the Lakers. I was like, I'm not excited at all about this team. This team sucks. And now like, I'm not worried about the off season. I think the team, what the, who they have now is good. And they just need to find another shooter and, continue to play good defense and we'll see. So they need to sign Austin Reeves. He, I love him. So they need to sign him. Um, but we'll see if they get to sign him or not, or if another team offers him a huge contract. Um, it sucks. They got swept, but like those games, at least three of those games were very close. Um, well, at least not. It wasn't like just they lost, like they lost by three points. The first game, like they could have won that oh, game. They that... actually blew it. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And then they lost by seven or eight the next game. And then they lost by 11. So it was like. Oh, so they just started to get worse and worse. A little bit worse. Yeah. 
And that second game, they or were the up other a, team got better and better. I think that was a part of it because the Nuggets just like Jamal Murray scored. He had two games where he scored. He scored like twenty points in one quarter in the third game or second game, and he scored forty five points the next game. And like I think twenty wow. of those was in the fourth quarter. Like he just there was one game. I think it was the second game. Like he just was shooting threes. He shot like four or five threes in a row and scored them. And he was covered. Yeah, that's just. And he was he played the whole game. Like he took that's, that's just two or three subs, level. and he was so tired. But he would just chuck the shot up, and it would go in. Like it was just, you can't be mad at that. Like it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and Jokic I mean, it, like scored this like when he. He was covered by three guys and he chucked up a three just at the buzzer and um, like at the shot clock buzzer and it went in and like put four guys on him. I don't know. You yeah. can't do anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's not, almost like it, yeah. it just feels better when your team was beat by one that's just clearly better, really good other than they're better on, yeah. on the other side where you're just like, oh, it sucks when your team like you know they can do well but mm-hmm. then do awful mm-hmm. and then you're like oh that was <laughs> that was yeah. harsh the thing is is that and they got a lot of the, the refing was against the nuggets like i totally own that as lakers fan like the refing was in favor of the lakers that series mm-hmm. um but just to see yeah like it just wasn't i'm glad the lakers didn't just roll over like you could tell they were trying I think they're just old. Like LeBron's so old, he didn't look like his normal self. He's injured too, and yeah, how old is LeBron? Old. He's thirty-eight. Oh, so hmm. thirty-eight years old. This is twentieth season. He's wow. old, man. Like he doesn't look like old LeBron, right? So, and I think yeah. he needs to recognize that he needs to play through another player at times, not just him. Uh, yeah, because he can't shoot threes anymore. And there was the one part of the game three where you just kept chucking up threes and that none of them went in. It sucked. <laughs> like, and he's chucking up threes because he's tired. He's not going to drive to yeah. the basket, right? So it's like, you're tired, LeBron. Stop doing that. Stop, th- stop throwing threes. <laughs> so, yeah. And they only lost by eight that game. Like, they were still in the game the whole game. So it's not like they were totally out of the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think the Nuggets... Should win the finals, but I'm excited to watch the Boston game tomorrow. And because the Boston Celtics are on the verge of coming back three, uh, they were about to get swept, and now they've won. Obviously, they've won every game. It's game six tomorrow, so the series is now three and two. And no team in the NBA has come back from a three zero deficit ever. So they could break a record. So I'm excited to watch that. Wow, another Boston team. Actually doing good though. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but... that's yeah, and then Dallas won, so there's a chance that there's an actual series there. I don't think but... Dallas has it to come back. But I I hey, it's been a weird playoffs, so you never yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. Cool, cool. Yeah. So I'm like really excited for this. Oh, bit of housekeeping. Right. We recorded it last, we had to redo the recording. Uh so Shout out to my friend Josh, uh, who I talked to last week. And man, he's got some words about that episode on the Patriot. (laughs) Wait, so you're telling me. He was so, okay, here's the story. 
Oh, just gosh. Josh. He was so he saw the upload and he was so excited. He's like, and I told Josh on our next episode I would call him out and talk about this. And he's so he's excited for it. But he was so excited to listen to that episode. Oh no. And he was so mad. Like <laughs> and he just like he just wants to let you know, Josh, that you need to grow up and rewatch the Patreon and like it. <laughs> okay, well. And I think for me, like I rated no, it three point five out of long. Yeah. I made three point I rated it three point five out of five stars. I think I that's one review. Like if we ever do a revisit episode where we go back and look at our old scores. Which yeah, maybe. we're a year old soon, so that would be a what? fun thing to do. Oh, I like you said, podcast. I thought you said year old soon. And no, like, we old. are a year old soon as a podcast. Yeah, that's true. Right? We need so to like actually do that. that. We could do that as there's a year an episode. episode idea. Yeah, so maybe go we'll back. do that. Uh, go back and look at our major reviews and see if we would change the score on any of them, or we yeah. can even do that once a month. Or just I think do that we should have it where, um, like. Either like you get them and then one of us reacts and mm-hmm. be like, whoa, what? You get them. What do you mean um, you get them? Like you find all them, put them in a sheet or like oh, someone yeah. else okay. finds them, puts them in a sheet and then we like reveal it on air. Like what it is? Yeah. So it's like, because like I don't remember what I gave the Batman. So, so, you, kind of, so you want like an instant reaction, like a, like a kind of like a reaction episode in that way? Yeah. Where you don't know the score beforehand and I reveal it on the air and then that kind of thing. Yeah. Or we okay, like, let's do that. Yeah. And be like, oh, wow. That's crazy. So do you, do you want me to like <laughs> not even tell you what the movie is that we're doing? We just keep it all a mystery. Oh, or? are we, are, are we doing just one movie or a bunch of movies? Well, we'll do a bunch, but we can record one episode next. Like we can record right. that episode next well, week where we revisit a movie. We can figure it out later. Okay, that's a good. I love that idea, though. So we'll start doing that. If I were to do that with the Patriot, I might give it a four to five moving forward. But um, yeah, Josh, Josh was laughing so hard. He was like, man, he's like, it was it made me so mad, but it was hilarious. And I told them the actual episode. Like I said, initially, we were going to make the whole episode about just our randomness. (laughs) And then do like a really short review at the end, that, and he laughed. I so think hard. that would have been so bad because yeah. <laughs> he was excited for it, and then just to get like nothing. Oh my right. gosh! Um, but he's right. He said to me, he's like, he loves that movie because of the father son dynamic, like that storyline, the theme. And I did say that's in that fair, episode yeah. review that that's my favorite part of the movie too. And um, well, like you can also get that from Avatar: Way of the Water. So. No, 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 no. Not as good as this. You're wrong there. I mean, it ends with the same thing. Oh my! No, 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 no. Way deeper in the Patriot. Way, way more. Way, way. Um, captured in a way better way. Way more fleshed out way. You're right. Similar themes as Avatar two, but not as well done in Avatar two. Yeah, maybe more visually spec, more visually spectacular in Avatar two. Mm -hmm. But I would disagree with that too because the Patriot looks really good. Um, and it still holds up visually. So anyways, Josh just feels like you're in a, you feel like you're in a history lesson when you watch that movie, right? Yeah. Which is why I think that movie is good because it captures and, that time and really I well. I think that, that, that there's a time and a place for that, but. <laughs> not that know. week. <laughs> no, not that week. I can't even remember what week that was, but I oh just my goodness. was not feeling it. 
Um, so that's a bit of housekeeping. Shout out to Josh. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm sorry, Josh. As a fellow Josh, I'm sorry. Well, Josh. I'm not changing right my opinion, but Josh, you have my cell number. Shoot me a text. Let us know what other I know you recommended Midway. One day we will do that movie. But give us some other suggestions that you want us to cover, and uh, we'll do our best to do that and to be entertaining yeah. in, in the process. Um, he's actually well, I'm glad he for- thought it was funny. He's actually looking forward to this episode to hear thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because he saw it and he he was kind of mid on it. He didn't really love it. So, But we will get oh. to that. Uh, anyways, Guardians yeah, Josh, the is there anything else you want to talk about or say before we get into the review? We're at oh, our man. time. I feel like I, to, I, feel like I to, did, to shift. but I don't know. I've just... I'm... If, yeah... Yeah. And like for my time, like my week or weeks, like I've been so busy too. So lots yeah, of Yeah, it's stuff. just been busy. Work um and, Yeah. You know, I summer is gonna be busy anyways. I took a bit of I didn't really take a day off last week, I realized. So and it was oh. a long weekend and we had Enrich on Monday night and we had a good crew come out. Like it was it was our most That's good. It was our best attended night on a holiday. Usually we like last holiday. We had no one. Well, <laughs> and that was when like, I was at winter camp. And this week like we had about 13. Right. Stat and like last time it was like reading break and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, but May Long's a pretty big holiday. Like it's, you know. I was stuck at a training camp. There so. you go. So anyways, we, uh, did, so work's been going really well. And we, uh, I took some extended time with family off this week and so i got to hang out with my family quite a bit which was awesome and there's the father busy. the father daughter story we needed right yeah <laughs> i didn't even tell a story <laughs> uh, I, know. I took them i've been taking them <laughs> on my bike like i got a my other bike got stolen so i got a new bike and Ooh. we have a bike trailer and so I put them in the bike trailer and we go to parks and stuff. And that's been fun. We went to went out for ice cream last weekend for that. Um, oh. And man, they are heavy in that trailer. Like pulling that thing is like, oh, <laughs> you like attach it to your van or. Oh, you wait. No, you my have bike. my bike. Oh, you mean it's like a. A thing like you put your kids in little, and you. Right. Like, they sit in it. Right. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. No, I was thinking you had like a trailer attached to your van to put your. Oh, bikes no. On. And oh, like, no, no. What? Yeah. I was a, a little confused. Type thing. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So we've been doing that every weekend and week. That's been fun. And um, man, I don't I can't remember what we did the last three days. It's been it just honestly goes by the, so fast. It felt like a blur. It does feel like a blur. Yeah. Like I, don't, oh, I took him to the splash park yesterday, here. and that was fun. So. Oh, they're open. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Poppy had her little pink hat on with her like heart sunglasses, and she looks like a diva. <laughs> And just ready Love to go. That. So excited. Yeah. So wow. having a bunch of oh, girls. And just I for our listeners, to... like I didn't oh. expect to have girls. We because there's only really boys on my side. And we just we have two girls and we're gonna have one more soon, like next year. Um one more girl. I don't know, like we'll see. <laughs> and like we're prone to have twins because that's Heidi's generation is the one, like she's the one Ooh, that needs to have twins. So you in could her end up with four. Right. So I told Heidi, I said, what if we just have like two girls, like twins, and it's just a bunch of girls? She's like, please, no, no twins. 
but we'll Yikes. see. So yeah, so it's kind of fun when you like have a gender you didn't expect to have. Um, it's just different. Yeah, you, so you're on an adventure. And then if we have a boy, it'll be like totally different, but it'll be fun. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention, because I've seen a couple movies. They're not like <laughs> top tier movies because like, I mean, I didn't pick these movies. We watched right. Pitch Perfect 2, okay. Mama Mia 1, Mama Mia, Here We Go Again, um, which are all just, they're fine. <laughs> Pitch Perfect is probably the worst of those three. And then today I watched Princess and the Frog, Beauty and the Beast, and The Little Mermaid. Which, by the way, I didn't realize how good The Princess and the Frog is. Okay. I love that movie. I had so much fun watching it. Yeah, yeah I've had all these... I've, like, I watched musical. it once. Not the full thing, I don't think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did it scare you? It was so long ago, I don't even remember it, to be honest. Maybe that's indicative of how I feel about it, but... Yeah, I haven't been... So that's... Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. So you it's said been... Mamma Mia 2, you said? Mamma Mia 1. Oh. And then Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Which is the second one. And it has Lily James in it, and Lily James right. is like my celebrity crush. And what else? So. And then after Princess of Frog, what else did you watch? Sleeping Beauty, no, not Sleeping Beauty. Why did I say that? Beauty and the Beast, like right. the old one. You sent me that picture and today. The Little Mermaid, which hot take, I did not. Like it was kind of boring. Oh, you're wrong. Take it back. And it might have been because I had Mermaid been watching Disney so movie all day. Good. But it is so good. Know. Some of the best music. Both those movies are yeah. excellent, and Beauty and the Beast is better, but. Both those movies have amazing music. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Princess and the Frog was just so good. <laughs> I need to watch that one again. I have Disney Plus. I'll watch it. Maybe we can review yeah, it. Do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, cool. Yeah. I haven't really watched. I want to watch a movie tonight after work. Um, I'm going to watch Oblivion tonight because I haven't seen it. And people oh. said it's good. Um, I haven't seen that. Tom Cruise, like, post apocalypse apocalyptic movie or a space movie i think maybe i'll watch that i've been re-watching obviously this is the succession segment because <laughs> uh, i've been watching that weekly you know what's really fun is like You're i haven't watched it yeah like every time an episode comes out i rewatch the season during oh the my week. goodness i don't want and i watch it on my phone like i watch it while i'm doing stuff or you whatever. rewatch the show every week I try to like the season. Yeah. Uh, I don't get through it all, all the time, but <laughs> dude, I'm obsessed with the show. Like it's so clearly <laughs> I have never watched a show and rewatched it every single time. Well, I did that with the last of us. I did it with like the episode before. So like the episode would come out and then I would, well, I, mean, I understand that, yeah. but watching the whole season <laughs> also party shark needs new batteries. Yeah. Uh, so succession is okay. Here's the fun thing is I haven't because as an adult, like streaming has come out and binge watching has come out and I haven't really kept up with a TV show ever in my life, except for like 24. So like, and we would watch that when I was in mm -hmm. high school and we would watch every week as a group, right? Like our youth group would do that. 
And I haven't really watched a TV show every week since. And like, even with uh, the Mandalorian, Not I didn't watch it every Star week. Wars? No, like Mandalorian, I wait what a couple about, episodes in and then I binge what it. What about right? um, Kenobi or? I, I just waited and I binged. I just waited and oh. binged. So this is the first time really in a long time that I've like watched something weekly. This and The Last of Us. And both cool. shows have really captivated me to do that. And and now this show is ending like the whole season. The whole series is ending. So it's kind of fun oh. to watch a series finale. Like I've never done that before ever. Um, like at the same yeah. time everyone else is watching it. So it, it's it'll be fun. Yeah. And the show is just so good. It's really good acting, really good characters, really good writing. Um, it's just season four is a bit shaky in the middle, uh, but it doesn't have like episode eight wasn't show. the is greatest. No, episode eight wasn't the greatest episode. I think six wasn't the greatest, but episode nine was just amazing. And now um, episode 10. So it's so good. And the music's so good. It's just a really good show. I think I might like it better than Breaking Bad, which I used to say that's like the best show of all time. I will so watch Succession one day. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you think about it. So, um, but yeah. yeah, it's really good. Anyways, let's do Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We are reviewing. It's going to be a long one. Let's go. Actually, Guardians. The last one was a long one. <laughs> we're, yeah, won't be that long. Well, we'll see. We are reviewing, uh, yeah, the last James Gunn Marvel movie and Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We were gone for quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Hello, we come in peace. <laughs> come on, Drax. Seriously, dude? No, dude, no, no! Ow! <laughs> forget where we came from we have been running our whole lives Pete I'm done running stupid guy who no one loves now you're just making it sad let's go okay so this like we said before this is james gunn's last 
movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's his last yeah. time touching Marvel. He's moved on to DC. He's become the head of the DCEU, the new extended universe for them. And mm-hmm. so that's, we'll get to that, but, or get to the, what, if we're excited or not for that. Uh, but James Gunn directed this movie. He wrote this movie by himself as well. And he's done that with all three oh, wow. Guardians movies. He's written, I think the only help he's had for writing was the first one. But the last two, it's only been him that's been credited as the writer. So I he's got need full, to rewatch the second one. He's got full creative control over Guardians, right? Um, and he's been a part of. He's actually helped Kevin Foggy, especially in the phase before Endgame and like those phases. He was actually a consultant on the MCU, and so he helped dabble in creating the different storylines in the other movies. And, and then he, they kind of kicked him out of the writer's room during phase four and five. And yeah, it shows up in this movie, his cheekiness about that shows up in this movie a little bit, which I find interesting. So, um, but yeah, this is got all the original cast, Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillian, um, some new people like Nathan Fillion, is in this, which is a cool callback uh, is, to sci-fi Is that the Maze, Run- Maze Runner guy? Who's the Maze no. Runner guy? Oh, I don't know. Yo, uh, that's in this movie? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, Nathan Fillion was in Firefly. Oh, Will Poulter. Adam Warlock. He plays Warlock, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So Nathan Fillion plays... Nathan Fillion plays the... Uh, the head guard for the organic Orgo Corp place. Uh, yeah, he's so good. So he oh, was in he was in Serenity guy. and Firefly. Yeah, he was also he's I, in some yeah, video I games. Like he was in was Halo he? and yeah. Okay, yeah, no. I when I saw him, I'm like, I I reckon he was in Castle. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is he? Was he in Uncharted? No. Uh, yeah, I think actually he was. You're right. He almost looks like Nathan Drake a bit. Well, Nathan Fillion is in a bunch of Uncharted fan movies that were like fan trailers that were put together. Uh, he's in and Saving then, Private Ryan. Yes. Suicide Squad. Yes. So he's, he, family. he's like a, he's a bit of a callback Easter egg actor because he was in a hit sci-fi show called Firefly and it mm-hmm. got canceled Excuse me. Got canceled after one season. Ooh. And then they nice. made us. And that was the studio that canned it because of viewership and people revolted and it became this cult show. And it's it's a great show. And then they made a sequel to that season in a movie called Serenity, which is oh. awesome. So so that was like his ever since then. He's kind of like a cult favorite like actor to fame. Yeah, and then he's been in a bunch of stuff outside of sci-fi, but so him and James Gunn have a really good relationship. Um, mm-hmm. So he's in a lot of. I think he and, uh, might be in he, every James Gunn was, movie. Yeah, he was funny in um in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Josh, let's get to it. What are your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy three? And by the way, we are burned out. I am. I think you're. I can speak for you. Listen yeah. to our Ant Man review. We are burned out of this phase. This phase Listen sucks. Listen to any of the past Marvel reviews. And Kang now got canceled. That actor's fired and they have to find a new Kang. Kang the, and... counsel- 
the counselor. Like phase five is a total, it's gone. Like I'm not excited for any of it anymore. Um, that's like the context for how we're feeling on Marvel. Yeah. So Josh, what did you think of this movie? Oh man, this movie was, it was a ride. Um, one, it was really funny. I mean, it's a James Gunn movie. So um, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it was super emotional and like, I don't know. It's just, this is the best Marvel movie I've seen in so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't even know what to say. It was just, it was funny, emotional, and just good all together. Um, it didn't feel like I was watching a Marvel movie, to be honest, but it was also Marvel because, mm-hmm. and then there was like the F-bomb. I'm like, whoa, this is like so far from Marvel. But that was also like something you would see in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy has always Mm -hmm. kind of been that uh, edgy, more edgy. Like how far can we push? How far can we push MCU before we get in trouble type attitude? Uh Yeah. And um, I know this, it was just, it was so fun to watch and it was a roller coaster. I don't have like I don't even know what else to say. But well, we're we're gonna break it down. I got categories thought out, and because this movie deserves a good review. Because man, okay, mm-hmm. so I I wasn't really excited for this movie. I didn't yeah, really I see any reviews. I kept quiet on everything, and I um I knew we had to review it, and I just didn't have time to get to it the opening weekend. And I know you texted me, you're like, Jordan, have you seen this movie? And um. And I saw yeah. it last week and and I didn't I didn't even have like super low expectations going in. I just didn't care. Like I just Yeah, I what, I, the I, reason, I would agree. I had like I'm like, oh whatever. I'm like, I'll go see it because it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but other than that, I'm like Well, not even Guardians whatever. of the Galaxy. I love James Gunn. I love his stuff. Yeah. And so I know I was actually kind of worried about seeing this movie because I just didn't want it to be bad because I love James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of nervous for his DCEU. By the way, I'm no longer nervous. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. excited for The Flash. <laughs> I'm so excited for a Superman Is movie. Is he he's directing writing. The Flash? No, he wrote some of it. Like he was a consultant, but he's writing and directing the Spider-Man or the Superman movie. Sorry. Um, right. And he texted. In his announcement, he put a picture up of All-Star Superman, which is one of my favorite Superman comics. Uh, huh. And after watching yeah. this movie, man, this movie is incredible. Like, I... Yeah. And it's not even recency bias. I cannot wait to see this movie again. I This movie just blew me away. I couldn't believe how good this movie was. Like, I was sitting yeah. in the theater, and I was like... Even from the opening shot, and I knew this movie was about Rocket. Like, I knew he was, like, a main arc in the movie. But even with the opening shot, where it's just zoning in on those little rockets or the little raccoons, and you see all the cages and... Yeah, no, it's... Like, it's such a... Oh, this movie... This this movie is just... Like, it's just... Okay, so James Gunn goes on record. I have the quote here. He said that... When he was being interviewed, someone asked him, do you think everyone's tired of superhero films? Like, is there superhero fatigue because of all the Marvel property coming out and the Disney Plus stuff and the DC stuff? 
And he said, no, it's not the superhero or superhero genre's fault mm-hmm. that there isn't good stories anymore within the genre. He said, people are interested in superhero movies when there's a good story to tell and when yeah. you treat the characters properly. And, and that that is like his thesis for this movie. Like it tells yeah. such a, it's just a focused story about a character we care about that we didn't even know we cared mm-hmm. about until this movie in that no, way. I, I've always loved rocket rocket. And now you get, rocket. you get his backstory, you get his, oh, the whole and the gang is where... like trying to save him. That Like it's so emotional and it's so oh good. Gosh, yeah. And there's no phase five crap in this movie at all. I also, the whole time, like a lot of times of Marvel, I'm like, Oh, well people are safe. The whole time I was like, there's a legitimate chance that Rocket dies. Yes. The stakes were super high in this movie. And like even with um Peter Quill, yeah, later on, I was like he could actually be dead. Like Yeah. And so and that moment was amazing by the way where yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that moment where he So by the way, we spoil stuff when we review stuff, so we're about to spoil a whole lot. So now you know our thoughts. Oh, yeah, whoops. Go watch it. Um, but yeah, that moment where he was stuck in space and like he got compare, super bloated. Compare that moment, <laughs> and I do like the Last Jedi still. But compare that moment yeah. to when Leia, you thought Leia was going to die. Yeah, and how both moments feel similar, but then like the Guardians moment is way superior with how he's Mm -hmm. saved right with warlock finally redeeming himself and and that's the one thing i was like adam warlock is gonna come back like he's gonna learn that he's not fighting for the good guys and he's gonna end up doing something good and it was getting nearer to the end i'm like is Mm -hmm. he gonna do this and then he Mm -hmm. does i'm like there we go which, by the and way, I love Adam Warlock. It was such an amazing emotional payoff, too. It was so yeah. good. Like, it was... Oh, this movie. So this movie makes me sad, because it reminds me of what Marvel used to be. It reminds me of the MCU yeah. that was before Endgame. And even with Infinity War and Endgame, right? And it just is a stark reminder of how lost this fa- this current state of mcu it's lost like Mm -hmm. it's totally heartless it doesn't have like you can tell james gunn loves the property he's writing for in this movie yeah like every word that's uttered every moment is um even in its chaos like he's so good at filming the chaos and the banter and controlling it and even the action sequence at the end where they're fighting in the tunnel like you just know what's going on. The action set piece is really clear and the payoff is just amazing. Like you're ready for them to kick butt Mm -hmm. when they enter and they're walking slow-mo in that, in that superhero shot and they're ready to fight. And it's awesome. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, compare that to Thor love and thunder when all the kids automatic, like all of a sudden got Thor's powers. And it's like, there is not even a comparison, like not even, no, Like one feels like a Saturday morning cartoon that was shot in five seconds. And one feels like a film. Like this movie felt like a film. It it doesn't feel like the MCU. And um, no. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I I was shocked by this movie. Cause yeah, again, I didn't expect to like it nearly as much as I did. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. it felt it. I I have one complaint critique, but I'll get to that later. So yeah, let's break it down a bit. Like, so the main arc is about Rocket, right? Did you like the yeah. story? That like, did you like the bad guy? Did you like I, the bad guy? Well, I don't know. I didn't really care for him because mm-hmm. he just felt like every other bad guy in a oh, way. Interesting. Okay. Um, like he he felt like the last one in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and like I don't know. I he wasn't memorable. I didn't care for him really. Okay. Uh, but no, Rock. I love that Rocket story was the main focus because mm-hmm. I mean I didn't. I never really thought about why. Like I've MCU has made me just be like, okay, yeah, there's a talking raccoon. I've never really, and I haven't <laughs> thought since where I'm like, oh wait, why is he a talking raccoon? What is his backstory? And like, and so it was just kind of cool to see that. And I, I mean, it would be so cool to see everyone else's backstory. But I mean, we can't. Well, I guess we've seen most of them, but right. Um, and do we care? Like the thing about, like we've heard in Guardians Two, I believe, where someone asks him about his backstory, and he just like gets mm-hmm. really mad. There, there is a moment where they address it, and so I felt like it was really smart to use that as the main backdrop of this movie. And I thought, yeah, I thought he was just gonna be a, a moment. Like I didn't think the whole movie was gonna be about him. Um, yeah, and so. I I would disagree with the bad guy. I thought the bad guy was I think he's the best bad guy in the Guardians trilogy. Maybe I do have I to the, watch the thing is, Yeah. The thing is the bad guys in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies they're all kind of just besides Ronin, I just kind of forget about them. And well, I like think his I only arc was good Ronin. like like his I think one... I only Ronin because of that dance off. Right. But like his motivation was really good. His like it was all I thought it was clear. Like And yeah, and I well I'm done. not saying he's a bad villain. He's just right. not memorable. Like I'm not gonna think about when I think about this movie in the future, I'm not gonna think about the villain. Oh man. I like don't that's know. not something that stands out to me. Like I don't remember his like, name, but like the whole second. Oh yeah, Earth what thing, is his name? I don't know. Like, but the whole perfect earth <laughs> thing was pretty compelling with all those I mean, creatures. But that's, and... that's almost the same thing as like Thanos where he's like, well, I just want a perfect world. Yeah. But this guy was like way farther along than Thanos was technically in doing it. And in such a more, I thought the, the way he was achieving it was more maniacal. Like I, I liked the idea or the, and it's not really the villain or the bad guy's, like it, it is his doing, but I like the thought that he created this whole world and then they go onto it and it's just like the exact same. And there's still like, Issues. I like that idea Yeah, yeah it was where good. like, yeah, he was always going after perfection, but like with humans, it's just, you'll never get there with human no nature. We'll always take human over. nature, yeah. whatever you make. Yes. Like it's always going to be corrupt. But other than that, like I like the idea of that, but the villain alone, like I don't care for. Like I, do you, you know what I mean? Him? Well, I like, hated him, but I'm like, there you go. I'm not saying, but I hate most villains. <laughs> but this one and was so like, saying, he's like, like experimenting on animals and like, yeah, and, and like I absolutely well hated his guts, but I'm like, again, <laughs> I. I'm not going to think about him. So I think, I think the movie, I think with you, even the movie achieved 
what it was like. It did a good job of making a good villain. Like you don't have to necessarily remember everything about him, but that's yeah. Central and I'm not idea, saying he's a bad villain. I just understood don't... the the ideas and you hated him. Yeah. And the movie did a good job at that. Is what I that's and what like, I mean. So by I a think good yeah. What I what I think more is just like him as a character, whatever. But the concept of the villain is what I like. Right. So his character, whatever. Like he wasn't. He didn't look iconic or stand out in any way. Ooh, um, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> why he like, like his a face? face? Him. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm just rockets like scratching, and that yeah, one and, was awesome. Like it was. I don't know, this, this well, and that's not his character. That's what rockets do into his character. It would look the exact same if he did that to a different right. Human. But the way and he so, looked with his because like, like I remember, like, I remember thinking when when his face was pulled over. Sorry, when his face was pulled over, like because you see that before you learn about what happened yeah. to him. Like I was wondering, like why is his face like that? Like I just assumed yeah, maybe I, it was a costume. I wonder that and, too, but I'm yeah. like, whatever. It's just these people look strange, so <laughs> that's fair. But like when I compare it to the look of Kane, to him, a Kane is more memorable looking than this guy. And so Ooh, I don't know. I thought this guy was way more maniacal than Kane. I feel like I've. No, I'm saying in looks wise, design oh, just, just wise, looks just plain looks. Yeah, I'm not. This isn't his villain, like what he did. Right. I'm saying looks like right. he just had a face slapped on and right. it looked stretched. And I'm like, okay. I mean, at first I thought I'm like, well, he just got robotics added, right? And so they stretched the face onto it to extend his. Other age than that, or yeah. Other than that, I'm like, well, I whatever. Um, but like. Kane looks like a better villain with like his glowing tears right. or whatever, right. like yeah. in his suit. Like he looks a lot cooler. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I liked the how the villain was hateable and like how like there was, the villain was well done sense. enough. Yeah, but like he wasn't something that stood out. Where I'm like, mm. oh yeah, that that right there. Is the best part of the movie. The part like, that even, even compared to, to Kane, even compared to King and Ant Man three, like I thought the thing with Kane, the reason why, it, like he was the best part of the movie, but when he got nerfed at the end, like I felt like the demise of this villain, the high evolutionary is his name. I did feel yeah. like everything was earned compared to Kane. You know what I mean? Like oh, I yeah. understood and his motivation. I understood I, I he was going off the rails. Like he was getting crazier with his ambition. Um, I, and like it was great. I, I think my complaint is that mo- these movies still just, and maybe it's just a Marvel thing in general, but the right. villains just don't look menacing. Okay. And like their design is just boring. Like Dr. Doom looks great. He's menacing. Like, and that, and like they're kind of That going, is a Marvel thing. It's a Marvel Yeah, issue. I know that. Because yeah. Marvel's um, never been known for their villains. Only Spider-Man has been known for the villains, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just. It's like I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I just I just um, thought the villain was well done. Like he was mean. His motivations were good. Yeah, there was a moment where, and you touched on it, where his plan just always has cracks in it because of human nature. That was mm-hmm. a good aspect, and he's just so crazy that he wants to do it again. Um, like I just I was all in on all that stuff. Like it was just yeah. It was way better than Kane in Iron Man Three. Way better, like yeah. it just yeah. in that regard. But I yeah. prefer Kane's design. Like yes. I prefer and this villain. Right like if that. this villain 
was with Kane's design. Amazing. Yes. And John Majors did a good job with Kane. Like he was. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. (laughs) Yeah. Rip. (laughs) Sad. Sad day for Marvel fans. This movie. Yeah. So, and did you like, um, yeah, like this movie has tons of animals in it. Uh, which all yeah. the gardens oh, okay. does, but this, was, this movie has it, tons. It so. actually, I did hate when the animals were being tested on. It was the same thing with the yeah, second Ant Man. Yeah, I'm like, no, you can't do that. Well, this one was way. It was sad. Like this one was yeah, like no, the, and the rabbits that got that plays into Mel thing and yeah. yeah, and that plays into what um, I liked about this movie, mm-hmm. not the abused animals but the emotional aspect of this film was like wow because i'm in a place where i'm like i just want emotional i just want something to happen that like pulls out my heartstrings yeah i want to care that's the thing i want to care and marvel has not been (laughs) marvel has not been uh doing that for me um no and so just to like feel something and not just like in one scene but like throughout this film it felt so good to feel sad, <laughs> which is so well, backwards, it, but it's just a journey. It's up and down. Like it's happy. It's like the moments where and, they and bond as friends like in, in the cages. Like that moment yeah. is just so like I bought every moment of it. Like I just, it's, and you know what's something interesting yeah. about this movie is that it's almost personified in mm. the way where it got right how humans feel or like in life there's the ups and downs and I, I i don't know if they went this deep into the thought of it but i'm like this movie had those parts where you're like happy and you're laughing and then you're sad and you're lonely or whatever and mm-hmm. it's just it really just captured how humans feel and that's something james gunn has always been good at is just understanding the audience and their feelings. And I think this is a big part of why Marvel is just losing their momentum is that they don't understand the audience. They don't understand humans. <laughs> They're just like, oh, well, we're just going to get these out. We're going to have this is going to be fun to look at. It's going to be fun. But it's like, no, we're sick of that. I just want something to feel. And 2020, as much as no one wants to talk about it, has made humanity realize that it's okay to feel. And I feel like people coming out of that want to feel more and want movies to express their feelings sometimes. And right. this movie did that. It was allowing you to just cope with things, with the fact that there's loss and happiness. And I think it's really beautiful in that way. And again, I could be completely pulling strings no, but, I, like, this is just how I, yeah. I like interpret it. People want emotion and Marvel has not been giving that. Well, it's not just emotion. No one, it, like, it's, you're right. You're right. People and just want care. A good story. Like, people want to care. Yes. Like, and as someone who wants to write a novel and am trying to write one. And one thing I've always said about any type of story is in order to have a good story, it's not about having a good plot. Like you can come up with a plot all day, yeah. right? And your plot changes depending on your writing process and what happens with your characters. Mm-hmm. The the thing that makes 
an amazing memorable story are good characters you know realistic characters realistic relationships and you can have characters like this movie has an up dog in it that was the first dog in space (laughs) what's up dog soviet dog and she's one of the best characters in the movie and it's a it's a cgi dog honestly Um, i expected not to like the dog but and it was I awesome. Love that and like CG, the whole thing CGI, and we care about it because her character is so innocent and like a dog yeah. would be. And yeah, and it's just. It's by just, the way, when I say it, right, and it's a good story. Say, it's like it's when, this movie sorry. tells. Sorry, sorry, Josh, but this movie tells a good story. Like it does. It's not trying to. I mean, it preaches at you with within the story. The story mm-hmm. isn't all about the preaching. You and that's what good art and good stories are it, yeah they care about their characters first they care about what happens to the characters which is the plot first mm-hmm. and then when all those themes and ideas come out of that instead of the other way around instead of saying mm-hmm. we got to make a movie about this ideology let's that's why i don't like like that's why i don't love a lot of christian movies because oh, yeah, they feel so fake because it's like we have to generate the story around this idea, right? Whereas this movie is a good movie because how do we send these characters off? How do we send James Gunn off? How do we do the last good Marvel movie and tell a really good story with these characters? And the story is so focused in this movie. Mm -hmm. I could not believe how small this movie felt in all the good ways and all the right ways. Right? Like, yeah. It's just so tight and it's so focused and it doesn't even care about any of the other Marvel phase stuff. It just wants to tell its own story about friendship, community, and going through life not isolated, but caring for your friends, yeah. caring for your families. Like that's the theme of the movie. And family. And you nailed it with how you cared for the first time watching Marvel since Endgame. Yeah. Because I would say like this movie's even better than Spider-Man 3 and I liked it but that movie's emotion still felt like a rug pull in some ways because they were bringing yeah. back all these old characters which I like that part of the movie but it is compared to this it feels weaker and less original because mm-hmm. this feels like it's all self-generated instead of saying oh I grew up with this character and this is why I'm emotional right now right mm-hmm. um those are rats. <laughs> yeah, I I have a couple of uh, things. First of all, I want to say I didn't think I would dislike the dog because it's a dog. I thought it was just going to be cringy, but I ended up liking the dog and it was cute. Um, other things I was going to say, I liked your point on like having the movie before the preaching. Um, right. And I think a good movie with a, when someone's trying to get their ideas or ideals and opinions across in a movie, I think it, uh, the standard should be that, or, and I know this isn't idea, like it's not going to happen, but I think the right. movie will do well if someone can go that whole movie without realizing that there's a political part to it um, and that it should or, stand or out to th- the, or even a theme. It's not even about politics. Yeah, and so, right. Yeah. And I, and I like that 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 thing you said. Um, and then the other thing is, I think the the problem, and I know this is like the eighth episode where we're like, what's the problem with the MCU? And I honestly just <laughs> think that, and it's not the MCU, it's just movies in general, is 
people are too afraid to try something new. Yes. I've probably made this point, but James Gunn has been like, I don't care. Like I'm doing what I want and it's going to be my way or I'm not doing it. And so, and I like that idea because I'm like, people are too afraid to do things because they're like, Oh, well there's going to be all these people mad, but I'm like, who cares? Like just make the movie the way you want it and go from there. And it all comes down because it's become a business and it's always been a business, but now it's more business focused where it's like, we need to make all this money. And as the MCU slowly like dies off, they're going to just double down and be like, well, now it's dying. So we need to make sure to add all these things to make people buy it so we can get our last bit of money before we can't make any at all. And so it all comes like James Gunn legitimately feels like he's not like he's in it for the craft. He's in it for the story. Yes. And like, yeah, he'll get paid. That's but why he's his like, movies are that's why his movies are good. And they're well received, he, by the way. And I, I'm pretty sure he's like full on said like he won't do things. If there's certain things that can't be met. And so, right. Like he's not just going to do whatever. Like he'll do things he cares about and put his heart into it. And that's something I really enjoy about James well, Gunn. Well, he wasn't going to do MCU. And yeah, then like, they said, he said, the only way I'm going to do MCU is if I get guardians. And cause that's been his favorite comic property mm-hmm. and he wanted creative control over it. And they did it for him, right? And so that's why we have this little trilogy, yeah. not little, but this trilogy, this pocket trilogy in the middle of all this stuff. And it's added to the MCU. Now it is yeah. the only good thing in the MCU because <laughs> the MCU is no longer good. Because it's and kind so of now we're probably way. gonna have to go to the DC. <laughs> so and James Gunn even takes shots at the MCU in this movie. Yeah. Like there's the sequence where the um, they take that girl hostage in Orgo Corp, right? And they're going up the elevator mm-hmm. and they're, or they're going down the elevator. Like they got the file they needed. And then yeah, uh, Quill is like complaining about how, cause he's trying to win over Gamora in this movie. Cause it's like new Gamora, right? So she yeah. no longer loves him. And it's actually quite sad. Like it is sad. Yeah. And he's trying to win her back and cause he misses her. Right. And it's really emotional. And then in this elevator scene, he explains the whole situation. Like he's just like, yeah. yeah. And then she like fell off this magic hill and came back, not herself. And, <laughs> and James Gunn is totally taking shots at the writers of the cinematic. Cause he, he has complained about that before where they totally they ruined the love relationship between them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they went around his back for that. And so he's like even yeah. taking pot shots at the MCU in this movie um, because of the continuity errors. Right. And so it's just, mm-hmm. this is such a James Gunn movie and dude, it's got like 92% audience rating. Like people love wow. it. It's got 82 Something- or 94%, 82% critics review on Rotten Tomatoes. Like people, this is a well-received movie and mm-hmm. people want stories first. That's why we read books. That's why I play video games. That's why I watch movies. And I don't mind if something has, I actually like movies that have ideal, like different ideologies than I do. I like movies Mm -hmm. that push that challenge me. I like watching that stuff. And I think it actually gives me different perspectives and I don't mind hearing like succession hates conservative people. And I love that show. It's an amazing show. And like, 
Oh, we've we've heard it, Jordan. Yes, and like I I just love it, and I don't agree with everything in it, of course, but art should challenge us. It should push us. Like yeah. it should. You should be able to, you know, like you pulled themes out of Guardians, and I pulled different themes out of Guardians, and that's what good art is, right? Like yeah. Guardians is about loss. It is about mm-hmm. the end of things. It is about even when um, Drax like wants to stop and he wants to be a father again with all those children, like, oh. and that whole, and he knows the language and um, yeah, it's awesome. It's like, so wholesome. like knowing when to quit, like knowing when to move on. Right. That that's mm-hmm. as an older person, someone in my life where I think I'm transitioning in my professional life within the next six years or five years or four years, even, you know, my wife and I are in the middle of that. Like that movie hit me in a new, in mm-hmm. a different way than it would hit you. Right. And so, and as you grow older, you should be able to watch stories and you should be able to get different things out of them, depending on what season you're in. That's a good story. Yeah. You know? So, and this movie did, did that. Like it just, I couldn't believe how good it was. And the moment um, where he's about to die and he meets his friend and, oh. and then she's like, and that line, Josh, where not she's like, time, "It's yeah. not your time." I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, it's, it's like, so good. She, she, she was like, "She was like, <laughs> you can, you can come with us." And we're like, "Oh well, she, he's done." And then it's like a pause, and she's like, "But it's not your time." What a great reveal! What a great oh. way of showing he's gonna live, and you know it. Like amazing dramatic irony, right? Like you as the audience mm-hmm. know that he's gonna live before. Peter Quill does right. And Peter yeah. Quill is screaming. He's like, come on. He's yelling and he's sad and it's emotional and it's raw. And that whole sequence was just amazing filmmaking, you know, and yeah. storytelling. And I could not believe what I was watching. That's why I couldn't believe it. Like I just, this is absent since Endgame Cause end game was really good. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't even in the Spider-Man trilogy, you know, like, and I like the Spider-Man trilogy. But I don't know. I don't know. I think we're saying the same things. And I think just building, I wanted to build off what you said there too, Josh, with just that idea of you said there's ups and downs in this movie, just like life. Yeah. Right. Um, and I love the humor. Like I, I thought the humor was great. I know it was, it was, I love the genuine. whole like, call me a good dog. Oh, I love like, come on. running jokes. <laughs> and she's, yeah. at, she's at the poker, and- the dogs at the poker scene. Or yeah. like playing cards and the guy's like, yeah. just give it up already. <laughs> yeah. And and the guys are like, come on, just tell her, like, just like leave. It's I don't know. It's, it's, um and, and I love that they out, so it wasn't just a run on and then it ended. Like it actually was an arc came to a close. Yes. And like that's a lot of the things came like everything came to a close at the end, and that's just what was great. And you know, um, I think we should also just like delve into some of the character arcs. Cause I think there okay. was a lot of just really good character development in this. Um, or just like good yeah. things in it. Um, like with Peter, I thought it was so funny that at the beginning he got super drunk and then he's like, Oh, after rocket was taken, he's like, Oh, it's my fault. Or like after he was, almost killed mm-hmm. um he was like oh it's my fault he's like i shouldn't have been like um being depressed or whatever i'm trying to i'm i'm 
butchering this, but <laughs> I shouldn't have been like moping about because of Gamora. And right. then he spends the whole rest of the movie still being distracted by Gamora. Right. <laughs> and um all that. And I think it's just and in the in the end, he eventually just comes to a place where like he's just like he's okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that arc is so cool. And I think it's so cool to see that especially after something like the worst thing that could happen from his actions happened and he continues to go on and be distracted by Gamora and like mope about it. And I think that's just like, it just really makes him, it just shows how human he is because that's the human thing to do. It's like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then you like, you you feel really guilty about it and this and that. And then you just go back to being human Mm -hmm. and it's just, and you like continue doing that. It's just this cycle. It's almost like insanity is doing well, that, the same thing. Well, that, over that, that tension, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. Like, I love my wife, you know? Yeah. And I've been with her for this year. I'll be 13 years married. And we've been together wow. for 14 and a half years this year, like dating. And it's like, yeah. And knowing each other. So it's like, you know, that's a long time. And mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine losing her and then having her back. Without and, any of the love. Well, like, to be honest, when I have bad dreams, because whenever you get married or in love with someone, you always have bad dreams about the other person. You know, for Heidi, mm-hmm. her bad dreams about me are, like, inviting all these people into the house and, like, getting the house trashed. Or, like, <laughs> sometimes she has dreams where I'm, like, buying a bunch of stuff and, like, ordering stuff on Amazon and oh, that's spending so all her money. Right. And like, (laughs) and she's like, stop spending money. Like that's her out of control dreams. And I have dreams where we go to parties or events and she talks to everyone except for me and ignores me. Right. Um, So like your brain plays tricks on you when you sleep. They're so adult. (laughs) Right. And so it's like, and you just, I thought thought I have dreams where she gets like taken out by a, giant octopus and then i'm sad but then you're like no she goes and talks to everyone so like my 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 dreams are like her ignoring (laughs) me and like not actually loving me and then and that like just talking to everyone else and being cool and like totally ignoring me and then her bad dreams are me like off the rails like spending our money and all that stuff so like your brain plays tricks on you and i couldn't imagine um like I totally bought that whole tension, right? Like that's mm-hmm. super sad. And like they handled it really well. And him, yeah, no. like I couldn't get over it. Like I would keep trying because yeah, no, I love yeah. my wife. Like I would, I, I would. I, it was so good. They did. And Peter like even Gamora's, and even Gamora's response to him where she started at first, she just hated it. And like, it was funny when um, you found out that Nebula called Gamora and Peter's like freaking yeah. out and she's like, oh no, right? And so it was funny and then it was sad. And then you even saw Gamora like start to understand what Peter was going through and empathize, even mm-hmm. though she wasn't in love with him. And, and you she know what? Just, it's yeah. It's cool because it's retrospectively the same story as the first movie. It is. Where it is. Yeah. He loves her. She does not love him. And it ends pretty much the same way. Yes. Where they're like yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, okay. It but might the, be a... And this one's more final. Yeah. Because you know it's not going to happen. Probably. Although, right? But Marvel MCU is stupid. Now, it so. did say it did say at the end that uh, Star-Lord will return. So. Yeah. Well, and I love the ending where he goes back to his home and sees his dad. And oh, yeah. um, 
Oh, and that, that was emotional too. That almost having that loss of Rocket like taught him to not take your relationships for granted. Like don't, yeah, you know, and like he's done so much because of his because of that situation, like losing his mom and stuff, and mm-hmm. and just having one of the extra credit scenes being him and his dad just like arguing or like it's so funny like it's so good it's yeah. so normal like that's life right and you love yeah. the person but there are times where you don't get along and um i didn't feel like it was tacked on at all i listened to one review where they thought it what felt tacked on and i just thought it was a great way to send peter off now they're gonna yeah. bring him back which i didn't like that title card but um that was yeah, some other arcs. What some other characters like you? I don't think there was First, any wasted characters. Like everyone felt, yeah, no, good. It, yeah. there wasn't. And like even like the side characters had their moments, and like their like. Did you like the Drax growth. stuff? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Drax was very similar to him usually, but just also just him realizing what he really loves and coming back to that. Yes, and that's him being a father, and that was so wholesome. It was really good. Yeah. And by the way, Poppy has made up her own language a little bit. And her word for drink is jupe. (laughs) So the kids are saying jupe, jupe, jupe. I was like, oh my goodness, this is just like Poppy. (laughs) That's so funny. And then Drax Um, knew what they were saying the whole time. Like, that was awesome. That was so funny. Yeah. And it was funny because they're like, why didn't you say anything? And he's like, well, you never asked. (laughs) Oh, what an idiot. So good. Also, yeah. I I find it funny that now, um, like the title and title in the credits, people were always like, "Yeah, let's go!" Right? Woo! And now it's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it's right. it's just funny how it's completely changed in that way. Where you're like, "Come on, just let things go." <laughs> and this movie is that right? It's letting things go and like this is it like james mm-hmm. gunn is done and um I, there was less sending off than i thought there would be to be honest like i thought there'd be a bit more send off stuff i mean and yeah. it all worked like mantis went on where did Ma- her own mantis journey went on her own yeah and uh quill did and uh gamora went back to her people Raka became the leader just, of the guardians which i loved it, that was it all awesome. just like yeah ended really well yeah and like there's um, like well i, I even loved it when they when they this i even loved it when they call i can't remember his name it's james gunn's brother i can't remember his character name oh yeah but when they called the whole planet to come in and help them fight um mm-hmm. that again that i that theme of like friendship and having each other's back and even with gamora's tribe like her the scat the ravengers right coming in and, yeah um that was really good, and and I liked that she. I didn't. I I liked that they didn't get together. Her and Peter. Like I liked that she went yeah. off and just continued doing her own thing, right? And because it and, made sense. And he did too. Yeah. It was just like one of those things. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, you need to make the send off so intense," or I feel like directors feel that way, or like super emotional. But it just ended off with like, yeah, they went their own ways, and that's just that's something that happens in life. Yes, you just you graduate. Yeah. You all go your own ways. Like, <laughs> and you think the moment's going to be bigger after, or you think it's, but it's just not. Like, that's just life. And that's just right? normal. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's like you quit it. Like, you're done at one job, going to another one. Right. You go your own ways. It's just, that's just life. You graduate from university, you go into your own ways. It's just, it's how it goes. 
And, and even even with the Guardians having the new assignment, right, at the end, like that was they yeah. move on to the new assignment, right? And keep yeah. you it's know, just things guarding. go on. Yeah. Life goes on with for everyone. And <laughs> I can't think of a better way to end than that. And yeah, like because I mean even, I, the, yeah. even the little arcs in this movie were just so thought out and cared for. Mm-hmm. Um, even with yeah, like the the tension between the dog and her master, right? And he, yeah. she and then like showed him Yondu, up. And, yeah. the guy with Yondu's whistle, and like him learning that. Yes, I um, can't remember his name. Sean Gunn's brother, but and then yeah. he, remember he saw Yondu, right? He saw yeah, saw him Which for that Yondu, brief. I love Yondu. Yeah, and and his send off in two was amazing, right? So mm-hmm. just having that moment where it's like, oh, like. I mean, I've had many moments like that about my dad, right? And mm-hmm. so it's really cool just to have just those little visual moments. Like, that's filmmaking, one-on-one. And then the character wipe across the screen and he's gone. Like, it's just little touches like that. Yeah. Made this movie really special. And um, I just – I expected a good movie. Like, I just didn't think it was going to be this good. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Now, is there anything, Josh, like – I mean, do you – I don't. I think. Do you have anything else you want to say about characters or? Uh, well, I mean, Adam Warlock was fun. Yes, because <laughs> he was not son. bright. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I feel like James Gunn always has a character like that, where they're just oblivious. Right, <laughs> and this guy's like super powerful <laughs> and oblivious. Yeah, yeah, and I th- I love that because like people are like, oh, how do you nerf the really overpowered people? But it's like. Just make them like <laughs> dull or right, not smart. Because like he, well, I think James like, is he's making really a powerful. Too. But, yeah, and that's that that's cool because it's like, well, he's super powerful. Like he could defeat anyone, but like he's just not smart, so he doesn't right. use his powers like that. And so I think that's just interesting. And I don't know, it's. I, I loved Adam Warlock in this movie and his like little some, arc. There's some humanity there because remember he fries yeah. that guard, like guy that captured, and then the his pet is like so sad, but then he keeps yeah. his pet, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, and like, yeah. It's, and when his mom passed away, I was like, oh, I actually feel bad for him because he's yeah. almost like he's like he's dumb, but the dumb characters, you're like, oh. I feel bad. Like he doesn't deserve that. He doesn't but, deserve it. But anything. his idiocy is not his fault too. Like, yeah, they did a good job oh, of capturing shit. that. Yeah. Um, like he's, and at the beginning he's built up to be this like super strong person. Yeah. And then he's like, then you're, you, you quickly figure out you're like, yeah, no, he's, he's well, not he, very, and he, but he smart. is super strong, but he's almost he like is, a lackey, but right? he's not like, smart. And no. so, like when, yeah. oh, I can't remember what it was, but he's like, like he was getting hurt and he's like, ouch, ouch, yes. ouch. Yes. And he's like confused to why he's getting hurt. Like he's like, ouch. Never felt it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Other than that, like, I can't really think of. Well, yeah. Warlock was really well done and he was hyped up in Guardians 2 in the extra credit scene. Right. So. Well, with, like, with all the gold and everyone's like, oh, right. And it was kind of a, again. This is where James Gunn does a better job than Ryan Johnson with The Last Jedi with subverting expectations, right? Like where mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker threw the lightsaber behind him. And I still don't like that part, right? 
But Adam Warlock mm-hmm. is really powerful, but he doesn't know how to wield it. He just is a lackey and yeah. he grows in this movie where he like learns to use it for good. And and I think that the reason I'm excited for James Gunn's Superman is because of Warlock because, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the way yeah, he and treated I, him. And I was the, gonna say that earlier. Yeah. I'm like, you can only wonder like how will he do Superman? And so and, and this I've, clearly I don't like characters. Superman. I I don't really like Superman because he's overpowered. And and if you this is what I say to everyone because everyone that I know I don't know anyone except for one other person in my life. He lives in BC. Um, I have like you probably haven't read a comic about Superman, have you? Like yeah, any no, of the stories. No. So people that say that there are excellent stories that dive into that aspect of Superman in so many good ways. And I think Zack Snyder was very close. Um, a lot of people didn't like the, his rendition of Superman because they did change some fundamental aspects of him, but he tried to bring out mm. humanity in him and a conflict there. Um, like the comic book, all-star Superman does such a good job yeah. of capturing the philosophy behind the character and and superman is my favorite superhero like he is my favorite i grew up loving superman i love i just love superman and i love the stories about him and there are some amazing comics about him so i'm excited because james gunn clearly understands the characters he's writing yeah he clearly understands the characters in guardians i think he can make a comeback to uh dc and my one thing that I'm a little afraid of is just based off of what I've seen from James Gunn is I feel like they're all, there's kind of, you see similarities in them. Um, well, you can tell he's written it like you, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost getting to the point where I'm like, I hope that it's not just like the same movie just painted differently over and over again. Right. Cause I'm um, like this movie. I saw so many similarities with suicide squad and my only worry is that the movies are gonna continue just being like that, and I, I don't know, like, like it's so hard to please humans. Well, and I'm a good example of that. Well, where it's Guardi- like, oh, Guardians. well, we want this, but then it's like, no, we don't want this. This is too much, and so right. Um, I'm just worried that James Gunn will only have this one note. And well, like, okay, it's I'm just, good. I'm pulling up his filmography will, here. How long will it last? I'm just going to pull up his filmography. Um, now, the thing with Guardians and Suicide Squad, they're both very silly properties. Like, even in their yeah. comic origins, like, they're both kind of spinoffs, and they're both, like, kind of crazy ideas. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in how he'll do serious. Because, right. like, how would he do a Batman? How would he take on Batman or Superman or... And that so like he's done Slither, which Nathan Fillion is in. I have no idea what that is. That's a decent movie. It's pretty good. It's like a horror movie. Um, he hasn't actually done a lot. I thought he's done more than that. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's so yeah, I'm kind of worried about that. Um, well, you're but, yeah, you're right, Josh. Like he hasn't actually done a lot. I'm surprised. And so I'm like, will it just be the same thing over and over again? Just right. Well, here's the thing with Superman: with a new coat. And you're right with Superman. You can't like. Here's the thing about DC, right? You cannot 
Like it fits with Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad is such a crazy idea. And I his Suicide yeah. Squad movie was awesome. Like it yeah. captured the no, that was a really great well. movie. I do think that movie was a bit more serious than Guardians. Like it did mm-hmm. have I, I would say Guardians 3 has more levity now. Like it's less serious, it's less funny of a movie. Guardians 3 has a lot yeah. of stake and it had a good amount of funny. And that's it did, yeah. But you are right about his template, right? Like just crazy banter, craziness. Like Suicide Squad had that, right? Now, mm-hmm. with him writing and directing Superman, I think that's why people initially were not excited about that because yeah, Superman cannot be like that. Like I yeah, no. like Zack Snyder's Superman because it captures the epicness of him. Now, it got yeah. some other things wrong, but I still like those movies, right? So mm-hmm. I'm excited for James Gunn to bring his competence with filmmaking. Like he makes good movies yeah. uh, most of the time now, especially uh, I'm excited for him to bring that into Superman. And he said, Superman is his favorite comic book hero. Like it's his favorite hero. So mm. I'm hoping he brings that into the film and yeah. And Superman cannot be like this. It can have funny moments, but yeah. it's gotta be serious. It's gotta have huge cosmic proportions. Like it's gotta be big and, I'm excited to watch something that's not just kind of dumb to watch. Like that's what Zack Snyder's Superman felt like at times, just big mm-hmm. and schlocky and kind of dumb. And I, I liked it for what it was, but um, you're right. Like I, that's why I'm excited for Superman legacy. That's what the movie's called. Cause I think it's going to be a departure from guardians and from suicide squad. Like I do think it will be a departure. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to what James Gunn, and maybe he's maybe he's bad at that. Maybe it sucks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And that's that's the thing. I'm like, will he be able to do like just serious? Uh, so, Josh, is there anything you would critique this movie? Any critiques you have before we end? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't think um, like right now, because that whole like James Gunn template thing is like new. I wouldn't even really call that a critique. I just okay. think that's something I'm worried about in the future. And I mean, I don't have like super like strong feelings towards DC. It's always just kind of been like, yeah, it's there. Right. Um, I might like the flash, but um, other than that, I'm like this movie, like I can't really think of anything that's a critique. Uh, I like the movie. There was actually two songs in the playlist of this that I like have listened to and added mm. to my playlist. So was, I love hearing music that I listen to and like, it's not popular music in movies and for it to be in a, like a MCU movie, it was like, wow, like uh, San Francisco by the Mowgli's and yeah. the dog days are over. So Josh, which is like a huge part. part of it. That part was awesome too. Like that, the handing over the torch, like the new decade, right? Yeah. Like this. And, and when so, he started playing Florence and I love Florence, like we've been to her yeah. twice and Oh really? Wow. That was a great moment. Like just the yeah, no, I, I the love guard, that right? song. Yeah. And it, it started song. playing. I'm like, what? Yes. I know this song. So good. But that <laughs> and there was part hit well. Yeah, that's great. There was love one it. clip where Gamora was in the ship and she was like she realized that it was the volcano was exploding or whatever. Right. And she like turned on the ship and it started playing San Francisco by the Mowgli's. Yes. And it was like a like a two second clip of it, but I'm like, I know that song. Like <laughs> that was in my summer playlist last year. And so 
Um, I thought that was just like super cool to hear. And I love just having that extra connection to a film. Um, so yeah, the music was good. I loved the creep Radiohead acoustic. Yeah. So good. And, um, the one song that was the in the intro. trailer, like they really just, they lived up to, um, and I thought it was cool that they were using newer music. And as it went mm-hmm. on, the music got newer. Um, but again, so, gosh, that's an arc in the, that's another arc. Like that's another, yeah, like the music. This arc, movie is just, about the ending of things that you love and the beginning of other things, right? It's, like it's, it's really so well good. Done. And yeah. looking at the whole trilogy together, it just, it's so smooth. Yes. It's yeah. so good. It's like the Star Wars sequels we never had. So <laughs> take notes, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. And so, so no, yeah, no could she just, say? Yeah. We, we, yeah, we didn't really talk about the music that I love the music. I've always loved the music in these movies. And so was that, it was, just, it was moments in this movie, Josh, like, is this your favorite guardians for music because of those moments? Like, did you feel the payoff? Uh, maybe. Feel... I, like, I felt the most connection. Like, I, I really, like, now I feel a lot of connection to the soundtrack of the first one because it's just, I remember that. And I remember watching Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out. Mm. And I loved, because I first found out about Guardians of the Galaxy in the Lego, the Lego Marvel game. And yeah. so I was like, when it when I found out that Guardians of the Galaxy was becoming a thing, I'm like, whoa, I actually know about this before it comes out and so i've always had this like connection to guardians of the galaxy and i've always loved it i just remember times listening to the soundtrack and biking or walking yeah and just i have so much like it's probably one of the most emotionally attached i am to a a series of movies like the most i've cared about them and so when the movie was announced that it was coming out i was like I really hope this is good because I'm going to be super disappointed if it isn't. Mm -hmm. And so it was just so good just to have it work. And um, because it's, yeah, again, like it's one of those parts of MCU that I actually cared about and always have. And so, yeah, it's just, I love how the music gets newer and I could actually have that emotional connection to the music in this one. And yeah, it just makes me happy that it did yeah. well <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought up the music i do have it written in my phone i just realized i forgot to talk about it but yeah that moment where rocket puts on florence the machine yeah and everyone's just like what 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 like and it's just like such a perfect new era moment hey eh? like it's and it's such a perfect song because it yeah contrasts do- uh creep at the beginning where you know they're celebrating how they're creeps like they're actually yeah celebrating that they are misfits and they're together and they've won this thing together and the payoff is just it's there like it's really well done so it um, is wow and yeah the music really adds to it and i can't believe we could totally gloss past that (laughs) because music has been a huge part of guardians of galaxy Mm -hmm. the whole time and yeah this one didn't disappoint and so yeah critique man like i like I want to give this movie a five out of five. I just, I, I don't know if it is a five out of five, but I can't find, you know, maybe the, yeah. the formulaic part of it maybe, but I just thought this movie was anti formulaic because mm-hmm. it just, well, it just 
focus so much just on individual yeah. story arcs and like s small things, right? Um, like it is formulaic, you know, there's a fight and at the I end. I think the reason, yeah, I think the reason that the formula still works is because it's so different compared to the rest of the MCU that's like you almost don't. I didn't notice the formulaic part of it. Well, and that's the thing. The formula, what I mean is it, I didn't either. Like the reason why it works in this movie is because we care about the characters and the writing yeah. is good. And, so and it's, it's like we're on the journey. Um, I mean, that's why you can tell the same story over and over again, because the yeah. plot is not what drives storytelling. It's the characters. Right. And mm -hmm. we love these characters and, and they, telling the backstory of rocket and just diving into that and having him be the star of this movie and watching Peter's emotion with regarding saving him. Like it's just all really well done. And yeah. And it was predictable, but at the same time they played on those ex expectations in uh, all the right ways. Right. And yeah. And you bought those moments because you were emotionally attached. You, you wanted to stand up and cheer when his dead friend was like, it's not your time. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. yes. Like Peter's going to be happy. And, yeah. and then even after that, there is still a bit of tension where it's like, yeah, we saved our friend, but what's next. Right. And it's just really well done mm -hmm. in that way. So it's because we cared about these characters. And yeah, the last time I cared about characters in a Marvel film was Spider-Man three. Yeah. And before that, it was Endgame. All of it kind of stopped at Endgame for me with that yeah. type of emotional It really tie. was the Endgame. Even if I liked WandaVision and I liked some of that stuff, it just never, doesn't have it this never had the heart. connection. No, yeah. it doesn't have it. And so, and I don't care about Loki. I never will because I don't care about that character yeah. as much as Rocket Raccoon and Peter Quill and mm -hmm. even Gamora and all that stuff. Uh, so and I just... That, I think that's why the formula, you don't notice it in this movie because all the other stuff is so well done and it, that's what movies are about, you know, that, that's and, what they're about. Yeah. yeah. And I know this isn't fair, but I almost want to give it like this movie could be 10 out of 10, but I almost don't want to give it that because it's Marvel. And I think <laughs> it feels like the Marvel part this being a marvel movie brings it down like it almost feels okay. wrong to give it that and it's not anything to do with the movie or james gunn and yeah it's not fair but it being marvel makes it worse in a way i think and i think i think to build on that josh for me the reason i'm not going to give a five out of five is because um because it has that formula like it has the end yeah. battle it has the villain is great i thought he was the a good villain compared to what we've been getting but mm -hmm. i do agree with you now in the sense that he's kind of forgettable in some ways like his name isn't no we don't know his name <laughs> yeah and high evolutionary like, is his name um it's oh like there is still like a checkpoint plot in this movie yeah. where it's like we got to do this and, and do i this, think it do comes that. down to it being a marvel movie and that's right. its downfall so that's why for me i'm giving it 4.5 out of five stars yeah uh, because it is i don't want to say just because it is a marvel movie but i think it just follows well martin scorsese would say a theme park 
aesthetic, right? Where it's like Marvel yeah. movies are theme park rides. They're not actual movies. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I think this is an actual film with a good story, good characters, they, a big heart. A lot of them are like theme park rides. Um, especially now, right? So, yeah. and I think, yeah, so that that's what I would give it. And be, just because, and I think, I think also too, just because you're so attached emotionally, doesn't mean you should give a movie a good score. Uh, yeah. I do think that formula is tired. And there were moments yeah. too, where the humor didn't land for me, even though it landed in other areas. Like, there were some moments where I didn't laugh and they were trying hard for a laugh and yeah. you know, and it, it just well, that's has that. a lot of movies. Yeah. So um, it's just, does it lean into the humor a bit much? Yes. Is this movie a tad bit too long? Yes. The ending does go on for a bit. I did like it. Like I didn't feel like mm-hmm. it was tacked on. Yeah. That ending does feel it's pretty long. long. Yeah. It's like rocket has, been saved and then it keeps going I'm like what yeah. what <laughs> well he goes back to save the other animals and, and you know that moment you know could have been funny shortened. yeah it's similar to mama mia here we go again because <laughs> in the end of that movie it kept going and i'm like why are you st- why are you still playing right and that movie's just a downfall like <laughs> it starts off so good and just continues to spiral but that's totally off topic yeah but uh, I do think yeah. this is one of my favorite Marvel films ever. Yeah. Like I really do. And I think I, the Guardians trilogy say, is a great trilogy. Yeah. Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy is my favorite trilogy in the MCU. Oh, definitely an MCU, hundred percent. Yeah, I like it more than the Spider-Man one for sure. The new one. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's good. It's really good. So Josh, what, what would you give this out of ten stars? Uh I'd say like a nine. Yeah. Nice. Nine. Nine out of ten. Man, what a good uh, movie! Yeah, I just I can't, I I can't bring myself to give it 10. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> um, because yeah, even though it's really good, it's just it can't be perfect with that Marvel tagline. <laughs> well, this is I think this is the last excellent Marvel film we're gonna get. Like, I don't. It's kind of a mess right now, and Blade's getting a new writer yeah, again, really a new director of- again, like. There's so much turmoil in other Marvel projects. Um, and you know, it it looked it looked like there was a light at the end of the tunnel with Ant Man, yeah, um, with Kane. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe this can be good, but now <laughs> it's just like I don't think I'm gonna go to another Marvel film. I I think I'm I think I am done. Like, I can't even I can't even think of other Marvel films, and I I can't imagine a movie coming out after this. Like it's just. I, the only Marvel movie I'll go to, which is the Marvel, it's not the MCU, is Spider Verse. Right. But that one is safe because it's not under it's the MCU. Sony. It's, yeah, it's Sony. Sony. And yeah. so, like, even that movie, like, that movie can have a 10 out of 10 because it's not under this, com- under Disney. Well, and so- dude, I am so pumped for James Gunn doing DC now. Like, I cannot wait. Yeah. I think it'll Flash. be interesting. Uh, I'm I, so excited. The now. Flash was yeah. always my favorite. I lo- right. I actually watched the CW Flash for a couple seasons and then stopped because it got really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, I'm kind of afraid because it's Ezra Miller. And well, here's the thing about Ezra Miller: he's crazy and he's convicted and he's nuts. Uh, he's not making any money off of this movie. They've said that. Oh, well, that's good. He hasn't made any money. They didn't pay him, and I think they're just. Like and he still went this. along with that? Oh, he has to. It's all legally binding. Well, I guess, and, yeah. I guess he can't he really do he anything. He doesn't have control over anyways. that. Especially after being a convicted criminal and 
leader yeah. of a cult and crap like that. Like he's nuts. Uh, so, so when you go to pay for the flash, you're not paying him. Uh, I, I, I care more about the art than the person. So uh, I don't agree with anything Ezreal stands for. Uh, and he's yeah. an abuser and whatnot, but uh, I'm glad he's not making royalties off this movie or he made money off it. So, and the flash is a flashpoint story. So it's resetting everything. Um, That's good. So there'll be a new flash after this. I'm pretty sure. So oh. uh, I think DC just, they already filmed it and it's there and they didn't want to refilm yeah. it. And, okay. The thing with yeah. this movie is I remember hearing about it so long ago when the CW show right. was like in season two. And I was like, I think I was like, it was like 2017 or something. And I was like, I'm so excited for this movie. And then it just kept being pushed back. And yeah, well, COVID and all this stuff. They, I think they were contemplating reshooting it because of the Ezra stuff. That's why they pushed it back as, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and now they're just biting the bullets and I'm still excited for it. Like I, I don't think going to a movie endorses anyone either. Like they're playing a yeah. character, right? So I, I, and I'm a huge, I love DC and I, I, I like DC's model better than MCU because their model fits comic books more. Like they're telling, using the same characters in different types of stories and timelines and stuff. And it's more mm-hmm. of a comic book approach. And I like the Zack Snyder stuff. I liked Man of Steel, BVS. I liked the actual four hour long Justice League, not the other one. Um, I, I liked his, I liked his trilogy. So, and I'm excited to, for it to get rebooted. Like, I think Flashpoint, the yeah. comic uh, that um, Scott Snyder wrote with Jeff Johns. I love Flashpoint. It's one of the best DC comics in a long time. And I'm excited for them to do that version in a movie form. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Lots of people are in it from old school Batman to Ben Affleck Batman. So I think, yeah, it'll, that's be, true. I think it'll be cool. Like we haven't seen that. Marvel hasn't really done that except for Spider-Man 3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um I, I Jurassic yeah. Jurassic World did that. Dominion did it. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, we love Guardians. Go watch Guardians, and uh, maybe uh, maybe DC will be our new thing because Marvel sure ain't it. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I I'm very curious and excited to so see what James Gunn does. Is it safe DC, to so. say, besides the what? Spider-Man Spider Verse thingy, that this will be our last Marvel MCU I, like I'm not a review I, for a long time. Like our Marvel stuff gets views. So I think we should yeah. still review Marvel stuff. Well, I don't plan on doing and it. Even if we don't like the stuff, like we can't just review stuff we like. Right. So, um, I it's think, true. I think we probably will see some Marvel <laughs> stuff, even though we're kind of done with it. So um, it's not safe to say, and that no. makes me really sad. Cause we were, we'd have a movie podcast, Josh, if you didn't notice. <laughs> right i forgot that i have the by law and you're gonna watch twilight I need to make... we're gonna do twilight oh so. yeah Ooh. there you go <laughs> i forgot about that we have to respect our audience right. Josh. she talked about that i know yeah. so we um yeah so that's our review and that's episode 11 <laughs> what episode is it 25 24 i don't know it's episode 11 episode 25 i think yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And wow, look at that. 25. Thank you for listening. Ooh. Do you have a word, Josh, for this week? Do you do the word? If you made it this far, yeah. just, just be like, I text me, I did it. And you're probably going to have to add context because if you just send me, I did it out of nowhere, <laughs> I'll be like, what did you do? I love it. Yeah. So, and maybe, I mean, we're not doing weekly right now. We're going to try to do that. So we'll keep episode length in mind, but we, you haven't heard us for two weeks or for a week. Yeah. Sorry. So two weeks ago, you heard us last. So yeah, this one's longer because of that. There if you you're go. still listening, <laughs> still listening. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And thank you for the views and the shares. And it's, thank you it's to all there. our support. It's good. Tears. Yeah. So thank you. If you stuck around through our, actually we can't really say anything because the last time we just dropped off, it was for like four months. So we're doing pretty good. <laughs> so one week is nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like but four yeah. months. And then we did Avatar there, too, remember? That was like our comeback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's there's a chance that um uh we might go to bi weekly in the summer. But Yeah, it's fine. We'll see. Um just know that we still appreciate all of you who listen. And if you I made still, it this far, I still would love to do I, the Babadook, wow, by the I way. Am, with with Yeah. So I am I'm so I feel so blessed if you made it this far into the podcast. Awesome. And so please text me. I did it with context and I will. Yeah. And don't forget to close the door on the way out. Ciao.